Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email agelessarttattooandpiercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, it's Jeff McNichol down here at Mom's Music, 1900 Melwood Avenue. I was just thinking, when I was a kid, the magic was at Frankfurt Avenue, the Mom's Music at Frankfurt Avenue, and I used to beg people to get a ride down there just to hang out with the guys and see all the cool gear. Now that I'm the owner of this store, it's like a dream come true. We're recreating the magic with the vibe that we used to have at the old store. We're carrying all the gear that you're going to possibly want. We're giving you the outstanding service and personal attention that you deserve. Yeah, so we've got the great guitar shop here. We're carrying USA Fender, USA Gibson, Paul Reed Smith, Gretsch, Jackson, Charvel, anything you could possibly want. We're going to have it for you. Mom's is and always will be Louisville's music store. Thank you for tuning in to The Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple. Awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at MetalForgeRadio at gmail.com or visit the website, MetalForgeRadio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. What is going on, Metalheads? Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of The Metal Forge. My name is Mark Jackson, and I am your host. Wow, what an awesome week it has been. Crazy stuff all around, you know. Uh, feeling good for my people who have been able to go on vacation and, and such. And I got a few friends that have been able to do that. That's so cool because I know in, in just about a month, I'm going to be going on my own vacation to Hell's Heroes. I'm excited for it. This is going to be super cool. But anyways, today I have Toxic Ruin here actually at an in-person deal. Last week, I got to sit down with these guys in person and conduct a a short interview with them before their show at Magbar in Louisville, Kentucky, when they were on tour with uh, the March Radness tour with Stonecutters and Lich King. And it was super cool. Guys were awesome. I mean, everybody in the bands were awesome that night. So it was a super fun time. Got to see some friends and just hang out and just have a good time, you know? So I'm that guy at a show where when I am there, I try to pick up something from the band, whether it's a patch, um, a CD, an album, something. I I used to not have a, a, enough money sometimes other than to get into shows sometimes, so I felt kind of bad. But now as I've gotten older and I've gotten to save a little bit more money, I've been able to pick up more things. Last week, I bought seven CDs at one show. I was like, holy shit, that's a lot. But I mean... With gas prices the way they are, I'm glad to have been able to help these guys. And I probably would have bought more Stonecutter stuff if I didn't already own it, you know? <laughs> but I I picked up a copy, and I'd already had it on digital, but I picked up a physical copy of Nightmare Eclipse from Toxic Ruin, their latest album, released by M-Theory Audio. It's so badass. Like, the layout is great. The artwork is amazing. If you all seriously take the time go grab a copy of this you know like i said the artwork is amazing it's done by mark richards at heavyhand.net it's so cool because it's kind of like mothman and it's just like these purples and reds it's so old school looking it is rad as shit i imagine like they had a backdrop of this of this album artwork 
and with the red lights from the stage that the like the red LEDs it looked so badass it was like all the reds were glowing it was so cool y'all should see them with this backdrop for sure it was such a good show and I was glad to have went and been able to support and thank God for Lich King by the way for having a shirt that would fit me because I, I'm a big dude I wear big shirts I like to wear even bigger shirts than normal you know, like, I don't like tight-fit clothing like a lot of people in the metal com- community do. But, you know, so kudos to those guys for keeping keeping shirts big enough for me. Fuck yeah. And I can't wait to put your patches on the battle jacket. So we're going to check in with the other new reviewer. This is Jason Gardner. This is his first uh, review on the Metal Forge. So... Give this guy a nice warm welcome. Shoot some emails. Shoot him some messages. You know, give him your your contact info just as you would Athena. Give them the info to review your albums because that's on them. You know, they they just send it back to me and say, hey, here's who I'm doing this week. So it's super rad and super cool that, you know, I've got a couple of different people doing them now. So let's check in with Jason, who's going to be talking about Witch Pit. Greetings, everyone. My name is Jason Gardner. I'm an avid metal fan and the drummer for the band Temptations Wings from Asheville, North Carolina. I'm stoked to be doing my first contribution to the Metal Forge podcast and talk to you about bands that you may not ever heard of, like the one today, which is Witch Pit, who hails from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Their new album, The Weight of Death, is out on Heavy Psych Records. Witch Pit features former members of Sign of the Southern Cross and Blackhand Throne. Uh, the lineup is Thomas White on guitar, Danny Stone on vocals, Zach Hanley on bass, and Mitch Moore on drums. The album was recorded at the world-famous Jam Room in Columbia, South Carolina with Philip Cope. The Jam Room has recorded bands such as Baroness Kylesa and Black Tusk, to name a few. The album art was done by Nino and Aresta. So how heavy is death, you may ask? Well, friends, the answer is crushingly heavy. Six tracks of down-tuned, whiskey-soaked groove with exceptional tone and production await your ears. If you're a fan of Clutch, Crowbar, I Hate God, or any band in between, and Worship the Riff, then this album is definitely for you. The great thing about music is, no matter how detailed I can describe it, you still have no idea what it sounds like until you actually hear it. So on that note, please give this a listen and catch them on tour this year and support the record. You can find them on Bandcamp, all the major streaming services, and YouTube. Also, be sure to check out the three videos for the Blackened Fee, Weight of Death, and Fire and Ice, all from the latest album, Weight of Death. It's available on three different vinyl colors, a black, limited edition swirl, and limited edition splatter, as well as CD and digital. It is available directly from the band on their band camp, and also from Heavy Psych Sounds for any international listeners. Please do yourself a favor and check it out. It's a killer album front to back, play it loud, play it on vinyl. That's the way I listen to it first. It's the way all good music should be listened to. Analog and loud. Until next time, guys, stay safe and stay happy. Dude, Jason, thank you so much. That was such a rad review. Definitely going to check out Witch Pit. Fucking right. So I want to bring up a question that I asked this past weekend. You know, that Metal Forge question of the week just kind of came back all of a sudden. And I asked, what band that is really good that you're just not a fan of? And I had so many responses from various platforms, from various places, various shares of the post. It was shared over 30 times, and I had probably... at least three to four hundred different people like commenting on on there and of course you know you got like the the crazy things of like uh, there's so many metallicas on there there's so many uh you know the ones that are like really up there for me is like rush it's like i'm a rush fan so like i i don't understand it's like what what do you mean like rush come on it's rush but like you know from everywhere tool was a big one Red Hot Chili Peppers, of course, Nirvana. All of these bands that, you know, like people said were really good. They just couldn't get into them. And it's it's interesting because like some of these bands, you know, uh, Ghost is another one that a lot of people just threw out there, which is totally cool because people like what they like. So, you know, 
if if there's um, something out there that you're not a fan of, you know, give it a shot. Don't just sit there and say, because people say, oh, they fucking suck. The, you know, give form your own opinion on it. I guess that's the biggest thing of what I wanted to say. But mine, I always wanted to say, but mine is Van Halen. You know, don't get me wrong. I appreciate Van Halen's ability. The the technical ability from Eddie and Alex and, and Mark Anthony and David Lee Ross slash Sammy Hagar and, and everybody that's been in the band. I just don't get get on with it. I, I don't understand. It's not that I don't understand it because there's there's songs that I like, like I like Hot for Teacher, but like w- one of the songs that really got me was um, <laughs> no pun intended. One of the songs that really got me with them was uh, Running with the Devil because it's just like there's almost no structure to the song. Which is cool because, you know, it breaks down the barriers if it has to be a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo, whatever. But it's just, it's just shenanigans in in my opinion. (laughs) But anyways, I I digress. So look forward to more Metal Forge questions of the weeks coming uh, as things go on. I'm not going to ask them every single week, but maybe once every couple of weeks just to throw something out there and see what's going on. So, anyways, let's go ahead and get into this interview. It is a little bit of a shorter interview this week, so, you know, have fun with it. It is a little bit noisy in the background because we did this live in the bar as people were loading into the show. So, it's really fun. It's really gritty. It's raw. It's awesome. It's toxic fucking ruin, baby. This is Divine Acclamation.
All right, Metalheads, I'm being joined right here in Louisville, Kentucky at the Mag Bar with the dudes from Toxic Ruin. Guys, what the fuck is going on? Cheers. How's it going, guys? This is going to be nice and echoey, if you notice. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to have to nice have to do some career. editing here. Nice, nice room reverb. Yeah. metal just be glad you're playing on that side of the room as opposed to where you used to play on this side of the room. Oh, really? In between a bunch of arcade machines. Oh. And people still going up out the door to smoke <laughs> oh, no. through the bands. Years ago stuff. Years ago stuff. So, this fun is stuff. a slick setup in here. I like it. Yeah, the Magnolia Dome has really advanced over the last few years for sure. So, you guys are on the March Radness tour. Yep. Tell me how it's going right now. It's been great. Venue's been fun, crowds have been fun, um, no issues with anything so far, so... Oh, <laughs> you, you said it now, you said it now, but hey, what kind of a fucking host am I? I didn't even ask. Would you guys go around the room and introduce yourselves to the fans and listeners of the Metal Forge? My name's Steve, uh, bass and vocals. My name is Blake, I play uh, guitar and backup vocals. My name's Dave, I play the drums. Uh, my name's Jake, and I... And the lead guitarist. Nice. Awesome. Four piece with a fucking uh, bass and vocals. You, I'm a bass and vocalist too. I appreciate that. And when any band does it, so. It's the best way to do it. Right. More well, room in the van that way. More room in the van that yeah. way. And you don't have a singer not carrying shit. That, that yep. as well. <laughs> you know, at least strap the bassist as a singer and then he has to carry, the singer has to carry the bass amp. Perfect. Our bass amp is non-existent, though, so it's... Nice! <laughs> so yeah, we, don't, we don't bring a... I don't, I don't use a bass cab in years. Nice. So. A, a lot of people are doing that these days, I've noticed. That, in my opinion, it's just smarter. It's, it's, I never get mic'd up anyway. Might as well just run direct. So. Yeah, nine times out of ten prior to that, even 10, 15 years ago, sound guys would just take the DI signal anyway. So. For sure. And like I said, my my deal with that has been... it's I've always been DI'd as well, and... Why not? You know, work smarter, not harder. Yeah, is it saves room. Yeah. I don't have to carry a big amp that's heavy. Right, because who wants to carry the fucking refrigerator around? <laughs> you know, the the Ampeg eight by ten. Yeah, yeah it right. sounds good, but let's let's think here for a minute. Yeah. So tour's going well. We're yes. here in Louisville. You've got how many more dates left? Yeah, four, or six, five? or seven. Chicago, Madison, no. Minneapolis, Omaha, Fort Wayne, Detroit. That is six. I counted. <laughs> So back in August of 2021, you all had a couple releases, three releases last year, to be exact. Is that right? Well, you, you had Ritual Rebirth, you had yeah. uh, Nightmare Eclipse, which was a single, yeah. and then the actual Nightmare Eclipse album. Yep. yep. Staying busy because some of these you released, you know, there was one in February and then one in August, the, the two major ones. Tell me about these. Um, I think, actually, I think Ritual was released in December. Oh, yeah, 2021, 2020, 2020. Yeah, yeah, 2020. Oh so, wow! Yeah, it was so, released in December, um, and we were we had been shopping around for labels for a while prior to releasing that. We were just going to DIY it like we had previously. Nightmare Eclipse was done the oh, summer of yeah. 2020, completely wow. finished. Yeah, and we were sending out press, press kits, kits to everybody, everybody. So Bandcamp is a little bit outdated because it's saying that. Yeah, from the release of things. Yeah, I think I think that release would have been M Theory's release of it on Bandcamp. Yes. Okay. So, so that makes more sense. Yeah. So yeah. when M Theory signed us, and they we took down our version of it because then now they have the rights to the songs or whatever they're releasing. Um. So then when they re-uploaded it, it would have been probably February. Seems okay. So both but both of these were done in 2020, and you were just shopping yeah. them around yeah. and and pick something up. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, so then February, I think, is when M3 announced that we were signed to them, and that's when they kind of took over, like, releasing things on their schedule for the plan for the actual album release. So mm -hmm. Definitely. So this is all fresh touring because of the pandemic. You really didn't get a chance to do much. I know you played some shows in 2021, <laughs> yeah. but this is the first real big ramp-up of a tour then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's actually, it's the... Uh, it's the same exact tour that we did two years ago when COVID shut everything down. We were just we all got booked for the same festival again, and uh, we decided let's just redo let's redo the tour and finish it this time. So okay, yep. same tour lineup and everything. Same band, so same, Stone Stonecutters, yep. and you guys and Lich King. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because I was actually that's when I had 
cutters on the last time was because that was the the shutdown day. Oh, really? Was yeah. that that yeah. night? Okay. And yeah, so totally. Yeah, we had a blast on that first half run that we were able to do. So we're and like, then you screw, we might as well just fire it back up and keep going. Definitely. And then also from there, didn't you all do a few, like maybe two, uh, like studio concerts where they were kind of live streamed? Uh, actually, we, as many bigger bands out there want to claim the title of this, we were the very first ones to live stream a concert across the nation. Record right. It. Yeah. And, and I knew it was like that show for sure. Yeah. yeah. Literally, literally everything shut down the night before. Or the day of, so we were we were in Worcester at uh, Rouse, and we everything else was shutting down and canceling on us. So the next morning we got up and we were talking about what we wanted to do. Like well, we got uh, like these places are canceled. This one's still open. Do we cancel the rest of the tour and just call it done? And then we were like, um, I don't remember who it was. We were like, we should just do a, a live stream. And then I suggested I was like, well, Brian has his studio, you know, twenty minutes from here. Like let's just do yeah. a live stream concert in the studio. And we so we. Literally, on the way up to the studio, we stopped the Best Buy. We picked up any care cords we needed, any extra camera stuff, and we got there, troubleshooted everything, and then, um, yeah, we were the, the first ones to, to do a, a live stream concert for COVID. So. That's badass, and then, and then everybody else sees that shit and goes, hey, we're yeah, going to do that. Yeah, cha-ching. You know? <laughs> and it's different, I know, because just as if you... You know, you're playing on like playing on TV mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, so there's no crowd interaction or anything like that. So it's kind of hard to gauge what's hitting and missing. Yeah, you know? you're just you just know from how you feel playing the stuff. Yeah. yeah, and we we did because we were in you know really tight space and stuff. We did a everybody just did kind of shorter sets for it, and we're just like, okay, let's just do a shorter set. And then while bands are changing over, um, me, Zach, and Nick, uh, we're talking to the. The fans and stuff yeah, between little comedy but, hours between yeah sets between and sets and all we could get everything mic back up and that's Corona Man good. showed up yeah <laughs> Corona Man showed yeah. up wow that's interesting welcome to the night you think you know Night Demon then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented all access look into the mind and the heart of the demon we're talking band history song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop, the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Metalheads, it's with great pleasure I get to tell you guys about a new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Ageless Art, New Albany. After 20 years of owning and operating Ageless Art in Clarksville, Indiana, Phil Garrett had a vision for a new type of tattoo studio, something that is clean and modern, sleek, refined, inviting. And he's done just that with Ageless Art in New Albany. You can find it at 2736 Charlestown Road, New Albany, Indiana, 47150. Business hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays are 12 to 6. All sessions are appointment only. So give them a call and go get you some new ink. Or if it's your first time, go get your first one, baby. Hey, guys. Wrestling Steve of the Wrestling Steve Show here. Uh, So if you're currently listening to the Metal Forge with Mark Jackson, then you understand that Mark Jackson has a pretty discerning taste when it comes to music as a whole. You'll also understand that he has a discerning taste for professional wrestling, just like me. My show is called The Wrestling Steve Show. Uh, I talk about modern and classic pro wrestling in a completely unbiased, unfiltered way. Be sure to check me out on all available podcasting platforms. That is The Wrestling Steve Show, and I am the host, Wrestling Steve. Just remember, uh, like like Confucius said... uh, Man who goes through turnstile in Thailand uh, is going to Bangkok. Pro wrestling. <laughs>
Hey, it's Mark Maxwell of Maxwell's House of Music. Listen, all this stuff is now available to purchase on our website. Check it out at maxwellshouseofmusic.com. We carry all the top brands, like Fender. We got Gibson. We also have basses. We've got ukuleles. We've got drums. We've got sound gear. We've got keyboards. It's going to get weird as the name of the podcast. We're on season two. So you have a whole season to get weird with Frank Green and Scott Clark. The best part is there's always laughter. We have national touring comedians, NFL stars, rock stars, your local friends. It always gets weird. Weird answers. Have y'all ever snorted coke off of a 78 Pinto? No? You ain't no man. Weird questions. Who had a bigger cocaine habit, Jock Sutherland or Kaywood Ledford? Neither one because they stopped beating their wives. And weird we never even thought of. Well, no. My friend is on acid, and I sent my friend to go find a payphone so that I can call and turn myself in for murdering this guy and ruin my life. We love all types of people, but we don't love all people. (laughs) Weird. It's going to get weird is the name of the podcast. Available everywhere. And thank you to Big X Sports Radio for being a proud sponsor of It's Going to Get Weird. Frank Green, Scott Clark. Yeah. So (laughs) what does 2022 have in store for everybody what's 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 happening with with you guys coming up um writing yeah writing yeah yeah you got you got a couple of shows scattered throughout the summer but i mean other than that we're just kind of going back to the grind hell yeah so getting back getting something new ready to go so so we can do the this uh, this tour again next March. But <laughs> yeah. It's like the Groundhog's Day tour. Yeah. Yeah. Every every March we'll just do the same exact tour. Madness fifty seven. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, guys? It's the same lineup again. Yeah. Well, but I mean, honestly, that's some of that stuff's kind of cool. It is right? it because is cool, yeah. it's it's almost as if it's like a a, a touring show, as yeah. it were. Mm-hmm. Because kind of yeah, itself up after a while. Yeah. yeah, because then you can you know it's seeing somebody. That's the same same dependable bands, mm-hmm. but with new material. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it's built in. It's like, hey, I know March, you know, sixteenth, they're going to be at Magbar, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, might as well come every year. I don't know about next year because they've been two years apart now, so maybe two more years we might. Oh, yeah. that could be kind of cool. That could be not an cool. annual tour or anything, but <laughs> so that's a lot of writing for every year anyway. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yes. a lot of work. That's work. <laughs> Definitely. That's see that that is a lot of work because then you got to make sure that places are still there, yeah, and venue you know venues are still there. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, that actually has been kind of an issue too. For uh, there was a couple of shows that I was trying to book for another band coming into town or by us up in Wisconsin. And everywhere I was reaching out to is either booked or they they didn't survive anything. They're just like, wow. yeah, we're actually shut down now. Or it's like. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to help this other band out with a show, and yeah, I couldn't get anything for them, and I felt super bad about it. Well, definitely, and even here, that's been a, a case, and as well, there's been places that have shut down that have been mainstays and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, with a few dates left into the tour and everything, have you played your favorite show yet? I think my favorite show so far was at Stamps. Where was that? That was in Buffalo. Okay. It was a fun night afterwards, too. A lot oh, of shenanigans yeah. going on. So good bonding moment with all the other bands too. I don't I don't think I have a favorite yet. Okay. I, I've enjoyed all of them equally or disliked them all equally. <laughs> right. No, I, I've had a I've had a good time at every show and afterwards and everything like that. I just I, there's not like one huge standout show for me yet. Uh, playing St. Vitus was cool. The legendary. Of course, place, yeah. Know, and if, did Jeff run your sound up there? No, no. Um, I don't remember who was running our sound. Because it was a it was a lady. A lady. I don't remember what her name was. Okay. So let's go ahead and break over into some general profile questions to get this stuff out of the way before we, you know, before any more yeah, crazy noise here. Load in. Um, what's your favorite food? Oh, uh, uh, I'm a big fan of pizza. Yeah. Like a like a pizza, pizza, plain cheese. Uh, meat, meat pizzas all the way. Hell yeah! Yep, same here. Really, <laughs> I'm a Mexican. simple guy. Mexican? Yeah. My nice. issue is probably burritos. Nice, fully stacked. 
favorite food would definitely go with pecan pie. Warm pecan pie with, with ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. That's a, that is such... That's a dessert, not a warm. food. Well, I mean, you know, I mean... I guess it's edible. If we're going that way, then hams is my favorite food. Right. Well, that's what my next question is going to be, beer or whiskey? Both. <laughs> Absolutely both for me. Both? Uh, Water. I do not drink. Yeah, so. yeah, you were saying that. Good stuff. Beer. Beer? I can't take liquor. Definitely beer. Awesome. Uh, you said with beer and whiskey. Do you yeah. have a whiskey preferred? Uh, Laser House alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the band alcoholic. Um, but uh, I've been drinking a lot of Old Smoky uh, habanero or mango habanero lately. Okay. It, that's It's got a nice kick to it, a little sweet. Nice kick. It's a good whiskey. It's easy to drink. So. Hell yeah. As long as it's, you know, not rot gut and shit like that, I no, guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, I definitely puke, but I, I puke quite a bit when I drink, so. The, the handle's over there, guy. <laughs> getting, it, getting it going now. Yeah. Uh, favorite city to play? Rivers. Uh, our hometown shows are always wild, so that's, that's my favorite. I, I agree. Anything... Hometown shows. Yeah, uh, Chicago has been pretty good to us. I like going to Omaha a lot as well. Yeah, I was just gonna say, anytime we go to like uh, Nebraska or South Dakota, South Dakota kind of area, those shows are pretty wild. Definitely, uh, I agree with Stephen Blake. Green Bay area, right? Hometown shows are always the best. Yeah, because everybody knows everybody. I'm sure. And, yeah, that too. And it's one of those things you could cut up and be be a little loose and not have to be as perfectionist. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and like all the bands that always we always play with are always close too, so everybody's just always having fun and stuff like that, so <laughs> ridiculous. Um place Yeah, it's atmospheric. Um place you really don't ever want to go again. Kansas. Anywhere in Kansas. I fucking hate Kansas. Yes. <laughs> I will if we're on a tour and there's like three Kansas states, I'm gonna say, yeah, we're taking three days off and we're not playing Kansas. I don't care who we're with. We could be out with Maiden and they could be playing Kansas. Except for Kansas City, that's the only place I'll go to because I don't know whether it's gonna be Kansas side or Missouri side. So right. Kansas City's the only exception. Anywhere else that place can fuck off. I agree with it. that. And where I said this is conversation based my worst tour experience in my life was in fucking Kansas because we the van broke down at 11 p.m. at night and it's the land that time forgot yeah we, there yeah. is no 24 hour anything there we have at homies the, that are in bands in Kansas and they don't even like playing Kansas yeah <laughs> like, I mean that says something we like the, the I broke a timing belt on our van Oh. And at 11 o'clock at night, like four times the same cop came back to the van being like, don't you have a tow yet or anything? It's like, no, motherfucker, you don't have a 24-hour tow. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck you want me to do? Go, go get one of your cop trucks and tell me. <laughs> no shit. Well, then they'd fucking impound it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Um, first concert you ever went to? Ooh. Uh, mine... Ooh. Um, I feel like mine was Kiss. Nice. The first concert I, I like for my adult life. Was, oh no, I take that back. Ozfest. Ozfest in 08 was my first show. Okay, cool. That I like went to to actually experience instead of like you know like honky tonk like little Tommy shows. Right. First first real thing was Ozfest. Yeah. First an official like yeah. big concert. That was sure. my first real concert and festival experience. And I was 14 years old. I loved it. Nice. It was amazing. Nice. Yeah. Um, my first show that I ever attended was Creator. They were touring for, I think, their Hordes of Chaos album. Um, I was also like 14 when I first saw that. That was um, that one with Evil, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was Evil played and Lazarus, Lazarus AD. So nice. from the Wisconsin area as well. Um, yeah, that was sick. It was at yeah, the that rave. Wild. It was just like 200 people packed into a little bar. So, well, was, yeah, it was, it was a great experience. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Chaos, I think. Yeah. Sweet. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Ted Nugent at a county fair when I was six years old. Nice. Hey, sweaty I mean, old Uncle Teddy. <laughs> you know, I mean, aside from political views, I... I like Ted. Oh, I, I like. I, I love his music. You know, I, I just don't don't get on with him politically, which is understandable. You know, jamming to some Wang Bang Sweet Poontang when you're six years old, though. Yeah. right? 
You're not I, doing I, anything wrong. I love. <laughs> I absolutely love how he he plays Cat Scratch Fever and says that's the second greatest riff in the world. Yeah, right. this is the first and right. goes into Stranglehold. Yeah, it's always, a little bit of an ego there. But. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Ted Nugent. They're supposed oh, to be. Sure. First show, um, 16, and that was uh, Red Hat Open, um, Breaking Benjamin, and Three Days Grace. Okay, so a little bit out of the out of the metal vein here. Yep, yep. And the the re- biggest thing that really the reason why I enjoyed that show so much is I'm a huge Halo fan. Okay. And uh, Breaking Benjamin does one of the music in uh, in Halo Two uh, song "Blow Me Away." Okay, cool. Right on. That. Definitely. It takes everything. Yeah, it? It? We even I know a little bit more about Bannock. <laughs> yeah, Bannock was a little, or Jake was a little late to the uh, party. I might have seen Poison before I went to Ozfest at a county oh. fair. So it's county fairs. Yeah. It is. Especially in that time frame, time period. Yeah. yeah. It was all right around the same time. So one of my right. buddies' parents were like, you guys want to go see Poison? And I was like, I guess, yeah. Right? I like Poison. Um, <laughs> Since everybody's still carrying a lot of shit in, I only to do a few more. Um, hey, everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground. From the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine! An independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor of the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code 
Metalforge to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground, from the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine, an independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. Most unpopular music opinion. Free Fox Hard. Most popular what? Most unpopular music opinion. Oh. Creed is sick. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if anybody here will top that. Yeah. You don't have any respect for him anymore, do you? <laughs> Alright, when I'm hammered and I'm singing karaoke in Lightning's Garage, that's all I sing is Creed because it's sick and funny. So. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. You don't. Have, you don't have an unpopular music opinion. Oh, I got another actually better one. I like. I don't dislike any music. Okay. To the point where I like, you know, hate it. I don't listen to certain genres of music just because I can't like get down to it, you know. But like, I won't like hate on anything. I don't have any right negative views on anybody, you know, making music that makes them happy. <clears throat> so another good one is uh, Van Hagar over Van Roth. I am 100% on board with that. Okay. Wrong answer. <laughs> no. Zach. Zach. Van Hagar. Van Hagar over Van Roth, right? All day. Thank you. <laughs> All day. All vocalists say the same thing. Right. <laughs> Sammy's uh, better, dude. Mine is... There's nothing wrong with the, yeah, the metronome. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the Very metronome. Very true. There's a lot of old school guys out there that... We'll say they ruined the music, period. But no, I, I knew somebody that said up. they were inaccurate, and especially if you're if you're practicing, it's it's uh, fucking required at that point. Yeah. And I would second the Dave on that metronome for me as well. well way sure. to be original, there, buddy. <laughs> Vanek also we forgot Van Hager over Van Roth. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Vanek might actually like the third singer Van Halen better than all the other ones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that what he, I don't even remember. I, I don't know yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you have any shout outs you want to give to anybody before we go? Uh, quick shout out to Blitz King and Stonecutters guys for doing this again with us. Um, everybody who's come out to the show, either on this run or ever, or has seen us and check out our music, we we appreciate it more than you guys can know. So. Thanks to anybody out there who's bought a t shirt, CD, anything, even online, it really helps out. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you as well no, for having us on here. Dude, yeah. seriously, thank, thank you all you. for thank doing you. the show this week, which will actually air next week. Yeah. <laughs> also, a quick shout out Ham's Beer for keeping me fueled. That's absolutely right. And as always, links will be listed below, so please give a like, a share, a follow, go buy merch, do whatever you can to support these guys and keeping their trade and their craft out there on the road and making albums and out in fucking full force. So, final question of the day. What album changed your life? Operation Minecraft. I'm going to be slightly unoriginal and say Rust in Peace. I remember when I was a very small child, my dad was playing that in the, in the car and it, like immediately caught my ear. And ever since then, it's been... I don't think that's too unoriginal. <laughs> it's a, it's a no. I mean, yeah. you would be surprised. I mean, that's actually not an answer I get a lot of. I get more Master of Puppets than anything. Oh, okay. And that was actually the first thing that popped in my head, but I think Justice for All uh, was probably more of a, a musical changing moment for me because it made me dive into even heavier music. Right. You know, That's, to me, to me Master of Puppets was, you know, 110% perfect. It was the best album I could listen to. But when I heard Justice, I was like, man, you can be heavier. What else is there? With, without, <laughs> without a low end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> 
for me it would be a hate crew death roll. Children of Bodom. Okay. Uh, specifically Needle 24 7. The moment mm. I listened to that song, it was just ever since then I've been drawn to metal and crazy leads and solos and. I actually did not pick up a guitar before that point. Actually, I'd, I'd also have to say it's a tie with uh, the Damn Yankee self-titled. Ooh. Oh, wow. As well. Uh, when I was younger, I used to grab the... Uh, Which is a great album. It is amazing. You know, it's for a super group. Tommy Shaw was my idol for the longest time. Okay. Like, I wanted to be Tommy Shaw, and then I started playing bass and stuff. So. <laughs> Understandable, yeah. but and uh, and like I said, you know, for a a super group, because there's a lot of super groups that that get together and do stuff mm-hmm. and don't really put out great material. Yeah. That al- that album, the follow up wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. Yeah, yeah. you know. But yeah, that's total. Yeah, make yourself the title though. That's uh, it's got a special spot in my heart. High enough was my wedding song. Really? Shit, you not? Nice, <laughs> nice guys. So off of. The latest album. What are we going to play out today? Uh, everything. Everything. Everything except for the. Well, not every song on the album. Uh, we're playing everything in the set off the new album. Yeah, no, I meant for us to play out on the show. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, that one. Um, well, come to the night show and you'll see all the new songs anyway. But uh, Defiler. Yeah, I, I would say. I would say let's go. Or even the title track, Nightmare. Yeah, I'd say Nightmare for me. All right. That's my favorite. I like playing that one. Yeah. Nightmare? Nightmare. All right. my favorite. So you heard these guys. It's Nightmare Eclipse. Yeah. See yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you.
Hey, thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the Metal Forge. I want to take a minute to remind you guys about the Patreon page. Over on the Patreon page, we have the tiers set up to support the production of the show. We feature the Down and Dirty, which is just a buck. There's nothing special for that one. It just sends me a thank you because every dollar helps. Then there's the Double Down and Dirty. Much akin to the Down and Dirty tier, everything helps produce the show in the end. You make your presence known, and I appreciate that more than you realize. Thank you for being a dedicated friend and supporter to the Metal Forge. By selecting that tier, you will receive some cool Metal Forge stickers in your mailbox. Now, we're really going to start pounding the metal madness with the Apprentice Metalhead for just $5 a month. By becoming an Apprentice Metalhead, you'll be given early access to the shows, published 24 hours before everyone else gets it. You're also going to receive three entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You're also going to receive a 10% discount on all Metal Forge merch, and you're going to receive a sweet Metal Forge patch for your battle jacket or backpack. And now, here is the big one. This is the Master Metalhead for just $10 a month. By becoming a Master Metalhead, you will receive a hand-numbered Metal Forge Master Metalhead membership card. You're going to be given early access to the shows as well, with 36 hours before everyone else. You're going to receive five entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You'll be able to submit audio questions that I will use on the show of you asking questions to the upcoming guests. Remember, timing is everything, and you will need to keep up with the upcoming guest list on the website. You're also going to receive advanced knowledge of any new merch coming out and be given a 25% discount on all Metal Forge merch. And you're also going to get all of the other rewards from the other tiers. So visit patreon.com slash Metal Forge Radio today and help support the Metal Forge. Rock on.